the Wreckage Rider Podcast. Hello everybody, um, welcome to the podcast. You've hopefully heard my introduction, which I'm hoping has worked, and so yeah, anyway, hi and welcome. Um, if you want to get more access to me and access to everything else, it's at Wreckage Rider and on Twitter. Um, yeah, there's been a lot that's been happening this week, um, but I do have something to say. I've been getting absolutely, it's been absolutely frustrating to watch the, um, absolute idiot, absolute insanity that's happening in these crowds of people today, um... For example, I'm noticing all these people who are gluing themselves to the road in protest or um, who are basically blindly storming buildings and things like that. Uh, absolute, it, it just takes one bad apple to ruin a whole bunch. And it seems that it just takes one, whole, one idiot that's very believable to, to incite a whole crowd of people. And does that make them all idiots? Well, possibly. But, like, what actually makes me really, really wonder is, are all these people out there who complain about, oh, no, you're you're a sheeple, you're a sheeple, you know, bar-bar black sheep, because you're following the government. But look at how many people are using that terminology. I've heard so many people from... Dip, different walks of life say, oh, you're a sheeple, you're a sheeple. No, we're just human beings in a very, um, you know, we're, we're not all extroverts, we're not all introverts, we're, we're not all living in, in the basement, we're not all, you know, most of these people who get into this mentality of um, they have to be offended at something that, has, um, that's, you know, their, their life is so good to the point where, um, where they're, you know, they're, they're pro- living off the, some of them are living off the dole or they're living off, uh, off of, um, some sort of income that they didn't really, really work for and they're living a comfortable life. Yeah, sure. They have to, that, they have to bullshit to the government every two weeks to, to tell them that they they've um do, done an enough applications for jobs, and um yeah so sorry something in Discord just went off. Uh, that was somebody on on the reality Minecraft server who just messaged me and and as a fool. Any as a fool, I didn't turn off my sound on my messages, but we're gonna have that sometimes. Um, anyway, so these people, their lives are so good, they get all their food made for them, or if not, they just live on, um, they just live on easy microwave meals. They don't have to get up. They they have their th- little circles of life on the internet, they get all their, they literally know everything because of the internet, if it's on the internet, it must be true, we've all heard that saying, and so, they, that, 
spawn the culture of the everybody reading the exact same words on the internet, and then they form a group. They like to, people like to group things up. They like they must be part of the community because they're not no no no. Let's not go out and actually be part of a community. Let's not join a club where we have to go every week. Let's actually be part of a community online. Yeah, I'm popular. I'm popular because my name is online. You know, seriously, when you actually know what it's like to have a lot of people know you, you, it depends on, on yourself. Some people are attention whores, like people, like, I, I know I am, for example, I, I love being able to say what I think and anybody who's probably not listening to actually hear it, but most people have that safety of a screen behind in front of them and they you know they can say horrific things they can you know they can go say that they're going to cut their the other person's mother's balls off or something like that and then and they've got pretty much no repercussion though i did think it was absolute poetry when people discovered how to do swatting except for some innocent people actually died because of it now uh, these People, we all know what swatting is, and seriously, I discourage this. This is a horrible thing to do in some way, and it also wastes the time and resources of the law enforcement when they when they go into somebody's house. They they'll do, they'll basically daub on somebody's and say that um, they are a threat to they they've done something threatening and. And something really, really, really bad. Something to warrant a SWAT team coming in. Normally what happens is they're already on camera because they're normally, that's either their job, you know, they've somehow succeeded in gaming or whatever. They've beaten somebody who got really, really, really sad because they got beaten. So they wanted to beat the other person with a real SWAT team. People have been killed because uh, some people, when you hear something at your door, you don't actually, especially if you're actually a good citizen, a good person, you don't generally think that it's a SWAT team of actual police. You sometimes think your house is genuinely being robbed, and some people are actually, I think the heroes, the real, real heroes in our society are the are just undiscovered. They haven't been put in a place where they become a hero. But some some of these people want to defend their house, and they will defend their house, and they'll do some, do these things like they'll grab a weapon, being a knife or a, or a gun, if if you can have it, and they will go and they will hold that weapon while going towards the SWAT team. Now, what can happen? That those police have orders. Um, if if somebody's walking towards them with a a weapon, and this could be a knife. I have been trained in this. If somebody, I've actually had training that if somebody was coming towards me with a knife, and I was in genuine, um, I genuinely believe that I'm going to get killed, I can kill them first, which is absolutely horrible when this is happening in that person's house. They they are in safe spot that they're defending. And, yeah, people have actually died because SWAT teams have actually defended themselves and killed um, killed innocent people. It's just a horrible situation. So mob mentality causes all this stuff. We all know what happened, like, in 
we all know what happened in America. Also, I think a naked person once got into the White House because of something uh, back in the days of Obama. I was, I was hearing that on the radio or something like that. But I think that's actually more funny than anything, that um, that somebody actually managed to get into the White House and run around. Um, but yeah, not, not a lot really happens here as far as that goes because we're just... In Australia, we try to be... We're very honest with our politicians. Well, we'll happily go up to Scott Morrison, who is our current Prime Minister. He's actually lasted a fairly long time, surprisingly. Normally our guys come and go, but he's actually lasted a fairly long time. And he's, we've actually said, he's actually, um, people have actually come up, up to him and said, hey, you, Mr. Prime Minister, all due respect, but go get fucked. And that's what I love about this country is we can actually do that. That person can walk away, not be in handcuffs, and the prime minister will normally turn to the camera and just do, just shrug it off and do that thing that politicians do. It's like, oh, that person's crazy, even though that person might actually have a point. Like especially with the bushfires that happened last year, right before the virus happened, Australia went through major bushfires. And... The Prime Minister, uh, as far as a lot of people believe, he mismanaged it. And there are a lot of people who went up to him and said and said their piece to him. And I thought this was absolutely beautiful, that you had these old, old people, young people, just all walks of society going up and just telling our Prime Minister to go get fucked. And they got away with it. They got... Yeah, of course it was on the news, uh, like, a big thing, like, trying to get us all to what get be upset that the Prime Minister got insulted. He didn't even care. He thought, yeah, I've done a shit job. And then the virus came and kind of diverted our attention, and none of us ever spoke of it again until I'm speaking of it now, because, well, obviously this was still a big thing. The virus is a big thing, um, but that was still a big thing. Anyway... Talking about mob mentality, um, I I think it's absolutely interesting how um, it only takes one idiot to really just just go say a lot to um, say say a lot, and a lot of people will do things that they've never thought was they would ever do. Like if you see a one person running through a building and stealing a TV. And then you see about 10 other people doing it. How much would it take for somebody who wants a TV to go and do the same thing when everybody else around them is doing it? Not very much. And that's why a lot of these, a lot of places, especially during, um, during natural disaster times, they, they get absolutely hammered by these, these people who do this stuff. Especially like in the 2011 floods, you know, don't piss off a Queenslander after his house has been underwater. He will kill you with a twig. Well, that was me. If somebody had come into my house, I wouldn't have hesitated. I would have, I would have done anything I could to get him back out on the road. Or, or yeah, if you if you came into my property, even though it was completely ruined, you came into my property, and you are not welcome. You better get out. 
And a lot of people in my neighborhood were like that. If one of us was actually having a physical problem with with somebody, we were just all an, an angry group of people because our houses, we just lost everything. And we were trying to band together and we, we heard um, reports of looters. And we thought, okay, well, I'm going to stick around and I'm going to wait and I'm going to guard this place and make sure that there's not going to be any looters. And if there are looters, I get to vent some of my anger out on that person and I'll probably get away with it. Though luckily that, that all didn't happen and I didn't actually have any problems happen. I think the... I think the looting, as far as everything goes, people are going to disagree with me. I think it was kind of benign in in retrospect. I think everybody was just pissed off about it. Anyway, changing subject. Last time I spoke a lot about my health and what was happening. Yeah, I have a... I, my back it was spasming. I have since recovered as far as a back spasm. I am walking carrying around my walking stick but I'm trying not to use it my ear problem um it was a pretty bad ear infection uh I've got some form of blood clotting in my ear nothing to be worried about it's not dangerous and the only problem is I'm going to lose my balance and I'm going to lose my hearing apart from that it's all good but I'm not actually going to lose my hearing they've got a solution for my hearing it just costs uh, about well, if I were to pay for it tomorrow, it costs $25,000. Or if I wait, it might not cost money. I have not got a clear answer. Either way, there is a solution. I'm never going to go completely deaf as far as this problem goes. This problem will never make me completely deaf. So if money is the only thing that makes that, um, is, makes that solution, then work then I'm okay about that it just means that I have something like bolted to the side of my head which I think well we're looking weird enough already and I'm sick of talking about myself I I've listened to my last podcast and I absolutely hate that I hate saying the word I all the time so I apologize for that um as far as the oh yeah that's right the, uh, as far as the news of things I'm, well, interested in, the Sp- Starship SN9 launched. The thing is, the FAA had actually, you know, we, a lot of the speculation was correct. The uh, SN8 had a little bit of a breach as far as the launch went so that's why it took a bit for the FAA I still stand by what I said shouldn't have poked the bear about about uh delaying the launch for for SN9 so I'll just tell you my perspective on the SN9 it was great I am now talking about myself screw it that's just the way I talk um what happened that morning I'd gotten to work the first day back after being really, really sick. I managed to get to work and and get into a bus and I I went for a long drive. I was listening over the over a live stream about the SN nine maybe launching. Somebody had a live stream up and 
and I thought this is really, really, really cool and all of that, but I thought, great, if it launches today, I've waited a long time for this launch and it has to happen right as I start work on the very first run of my very first shift after I've been waiting for seven days and had most of those days off due to being sick. I was absolutely devastated that I couldn't actually watch that launch live because you're driving a you know, when you're driving a bus, you can't watch TV and drive the bus at the same time. So, I I could listen to it, though. So, I was listening to it. I did one bus run between um, between a place called Yamanto and Springfield uh, Orion Shopping Centre. And as I got into Orion Shopping Centre, I had a five-minute break. They were about to launch right as I went in there, and I heard... As soon as I stopped, I had literally two minutes, and I I had myself, I had seven-minute break, but the launch was two minutes away, so I was thinking, wow, timing. Okay, so I got to watch this launch live in the, the bus driver's seat on my phone. Anyway, as far as this launch went, it went up just without a hitch, you know, just like SM8. Starship SN8 went up without any problems. I noticed the feed was a little bit less, like the camera work wasn't as good as SN8, but this this is life. Uh, it went up, it did, went up to 10 kilometers. It took less time to get up to 10 and a half or kilometers high. It went something around there. Did its belly flop maneuver quite nicely. I noticed it the front of it dipped down a little bit. But one thing I've noticed that not has not been pointed out is it has yawed horizontally a lot. Like yaw meaning it, imagine a plane flat is twisting side to side. It yawed horizontally to the left. As it was falling, which means they really did a bit of control there and actually and moved the whole thing around in the sky as it was falling, which I I noticed. I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Anyway, um, as it as it came down, we couldn't really see because I only had the cameras up on the on the starship itself. As it came down, it did a maneuver. Like one engine started. One engine went and the other engine tried to go and next thing you knew it had um just like it it did in the high bay, it landed while leaning at a high rate of speed. Which wow, I okay, I don't I this is why I really, really recommend watching rocket launches live. Any rocket launch, even if it's a star the an everyday Starlink launch. Watch them live because when something goes wrong you really feel like you're in the moment. Now, I saw that thing overcorrect, and I knew it was going to crash right before it crashed, and it, it hit the ground in the right place at a 45-degree angle at a ridiculous rate of speed, and I saw that explosion. I was like, oh, no. Uh, and I was actually upset because I, I wanted to see it work. But then I was thinking, okay, what SN10? That's a big explosion. SN10 was right there, the next starship. And so that was all good. So, yep, we're sweet. Just <laughs> SN10, you're up next. So I think it's hilarious that SN9, pretty much it was like the leaning 
tower of starship. It lent in the high bay and it land, it finished its life leaning over a 45 degree angle. I guess that's its destiny and well, that's how that's how it ended up going. Anyway, so that that was that's as what happens with the starship. Um today I I was I'm so compelled to just talk about this because this is absolute bullshit. Alright, these people out there who throw food out of their car windows. I had a boring day at work today and I thought, well, I'm just gonna talk about this to you. So you can share in my excitement. Um what have you ever sat in a car when somebody has actually thrown food out of the window and they say, oh, it's going back to nature, it's okay, it's just food, it's going back to nature. All right, well, when you do that, you're actually attracting animals to the road and that's um, that's how you get roadkill. Like, if you actually look, if you're actually as sick as I am and, and you look at how many... Um, if you actually is really really sick as I am, and you look at how many um, dead animals are actually at major intersections, you can nearly time where a shopping center is by the amount of dead animals that have made it to the to the food on the road and then get hit by a car. I saw an apple core drop today. I saw a few pieces of bread and. The thing is, the only animals that really survive are crows, because those cunning bastards will just go straight out on the road, they'll see a big bus or a truck or anything coming, and they'll just take, oh, there's the tyre, okay, I'll take two steps to the side of the tyre, which might be underneath the truck, which is, I don't know why, no matter who you are when you're driving, you shouldn't like to hit any animal, well, unless it's a cane toad and you live in Australia, then... We get a little bit of a thrill out of it. Um, so, so when, you know, if you want to actually see why did the chicken cross the road, maybe it was to get to that piece of bread that that old girl left because she couldn't be bothered to chew her crust. Wouldn't that be interesting? Like, there's so many chickens in the world, yet there are so few wild chickens just feral chickens i just i wonder one day i want to go for a bushwalk i want to see some chickens that have actually that have actually successfully escaped from a farmer's from a farmer's chicken coop and actually just started a colony of chickens or whatever the hell you call it in the forest yeah you got the rooster and all that i guess they go feral so i guess it'd be terrifying that's probably why we haven't found any because they probably have they probably are out there but they probably have just killed everybody that stumbled across them imagine that no traces because chickens will eat everything but yeah well uh, anyway um so anyway i would like to really start promoting my segment and get some engagement with uh, with any audience that I have now or in the future called um, advice from a wreckage rider or 
advice from a bus driver. Hey, put it in the comments which seg what you would actually like it to be called. The reason I would want to do this segment is because you guys, a lot of people will ask me a lot of interesting questions and I can put my comedic spin on on the answers to it. And I think it'd just be a little bit of fun to get some actual engagement into the podcast from the audience, all one of you right now, which is actually really hilarious that they've actually got an audience of like three people. I just need to advertise it more and I need to be more confident about it and not care about what other people think. That is actually something I was going to write down. It just came to my mind. And so I'm going to scratch that next bit that I was going to say, and I'm going to say it now because this bit actually preluded that bit in my mind. Now, um, so now I've actually been doing a lot of research on on how you can actually better improve your, your own mental well-being and things like that because let's just face it, life is shit wall to wall. You can only make it as good as you want as good as you can but then again what if you're if you're not offered the tools then you can still become your own worst enemy now the problem is if you are your own worst enemy you're also allowing other people to be your worst your enemy as well even though they're not trying to be your enemy all right here's the example you're at a you're making a cup of tea at a say like you're at a buffet and you're making yourself a cup of tea you've got three people in line behind you you're taking the amount of time it takes to actually make that cup of tea you're worried that you're too slow or too fast or about what these people are thinking of you've got to be not scared of criticism or what people think about you now, I've learned this type of thing a long time ago, and unfortunately, I don't apply it enough nowadays. I really should. It's unhealthy. I need to get back to this mentality where I don't really care about what people think because there are bigger things to care about. Um, best example I can give, and the only example I can really give, is when something so severe happens to you, that you just don't give a shit. Uh, I used to... Okay. I'm not going to bring you down. Because this is... This is... Ultimately ends in in being good. Back when I was 14 years old. I... I... Um, opened up the door to two police officers. Telling me my dad had passed away. Anyway. My life changed that day. I went to school three days later. See... After... With carrying all this trauma inside my head and all of that. Uh, prior to that, I was actually bullied a lot at school. A lot of, because um, people would just, you know, when you're 14, pe kids are just assholes. They would just say, pick on you about anything. And I would, and the reason it was bad is because I actually let, I actually reacted. I would react in a bad way or a way that they like, and I always reacted. Anyway, I went to school three days later. People thought I was nuts to go to school. A deputy principal wanted to try to send me home. The kids, they would try to, they would say things to me, not knowing what trauma I was currently going through. I just not give a shit. 
I just went, whatever. Okay, yeah. And then people started to fit, know what had happened because I have a few, I had a, some friends at school. They would know what happened and then they would back off for the most part. But then I realized when they back off, I got to just be able to talk the way I am now and just not like unrestricted talking. And it became so free and I just be able to open up to them about myself yeah, I was a, a young person. I did go on and on a lot about about too much things. And I was an annoying brat back then. And a lot of the people, if you've known me my whole life, you would actually know that I, I let's face it, I was, a, I was not fun to be around when I was younger. But because you, I just didn't care what they thought, I didn't react to any of their judgment or criticisms. And then they had nothing to give to me, like nothing negative to give to me. So I didn't receive anything negative. So therefore, I, we became neutral. We became friends. And I actually, ha I ended up finishing grade 12 having friends who used to be bullies. And I'm not saying, the, the message I'm not sending is to be nice to your bully well yeah i think you should be nice to everybody no matter what and don't don't you know if somebody hits you don't you know you don't give them a hug but what i'm saying is if you want to if you want to actually not draw too much attention to yourself just don't worry about what other people think don't let people insult you because you've got that you, your hair looks bad or what or you know or they don't like the way your nose looks or you know that little shit that that high schools will pick on you about or or they don't like the sound of your voice like hey the worst part of this podcast is actually my voice i am the biggest critic of myself when it comes to my voice i listen to my the all my podcasts i can't stand my voice so as on that note I really hope you guys got something out of this podcast. We're at the 30-minute mark. And I feel bad for you if you actually got through it. All right. Have a good one. Goodbye, everybody.